0: to see us Thursday night and we are live. Hope everybody is doing good. You know, let me put up this first one for you, this pick national average gas prices that we were watching on the pregame. If you look at the inflation rate from uh, 1998, basically they ran it from 1998 through 2022 and the average was somewhere between one and two percent. Everyone just needs to think about how how absolutely astronomical and 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 absolutely destructive the Biden regime has been in such a short period of time. I mean, literally, if you, you would have to work really, really hard. So, what are we at this year so far? So, if he basically took over in February, so February, March, April, May, part of June. So, really, we're about 16, 16 and a half months, a little over that, almost 17 months into the Biden administration. You really have to work awfully hard to be this galactically destructive, galactically inept. I mean, you really do to get to this place. And I was looking at, I just ran, I just wrote the numbers down very quickly while I was writing the pre, uh, watching the pregame, and basically from 1998 through 2022, which is a 24-year period, the average the average um, inflation rate I think I said interest rate a minute ago. Inflation rate is what I meant. Was about oh yeah you got you guys you guys got it there it is. So basically if you look at it there now those are this illustrates obviously not every year. But it's just basically highlights throughout the years. And notice the source is from CNN. And this is exactly what we've been praying for, that all of this, all the lying, you know, because their their reason for the inflation is an absolute faced lie. They're always blaming it on Putin. They blame it on COVID. It has absolutely nothing to do with COVID. If you ever, if you were to use The excuse of COVID, it's not the disease. It has to do with the fraudulent response to a 99.9% survival virus. But they always claim it's the pandemic. As if all the people dying from the pandemic, which hardly anybody died from the pandemic. You look at the world as 8 billion people and how many people died from COVID. And really, it's how many people allegedly died of COVID. But it's not, it's not the pandemic that had any impact whatsoever on any worldwide economics at all or any nationwide economics in the United States. It's, it's always just the pandemic. It's got nothing to do with, I mean, it's, it's, the excuse is always the pandemic, but what it is is the fraudulent response to a 99.9% survival virus. And that's what they always say. It's, the, it's either Putin or it's the pandemic or disinformation. Well, here you have it. There's absolutely, what causes inflation? It's very easy to know what causes inflation. It has it has nothing to do with supply and demand. It has nothing to do with the taxation rates in America. You're always hearing the Democratic Party. And again, let me just illustrate this for you. It's, this is not solely because I'm talking about right wing, left wing, Republican versus Democrat. Republicans and Democrats are just two heads of the exact same snake. It's not that at all. It just has to do with, you know what? putting people into office that are bold-faced liars. And, and as usual, this is why I've said for the last 27 months, we're, we're at, in July will be the starting of the 28th month of 15 days to flatten the curve. This is why you don't put liars into office. This is why you don't capitulate to what the liars tell you. If a liar is telling you something, it's a lie. A mask is a lie. A vaccine is a lie. A lockdown is a lie. Does absolutely nothing to stop COVID. Vaccines do nothing but harm people. But back to this. But it's really, really COVID is the precipice for all this. This never would have happened if the church in America, because you are the shining city on a hill, if the church in America had not capitulated to the liars, become liars for the liars. That's what all these COVID caving pastors, COVID caving Christian leaders, COVID caving Christians, you became liars on behalf of the liars. When you strap masks on and lock down your churches and pimp and whore vaccines, this is why we have this. And if you look at it, what causes inflation? You know, if you if if what the Democratic Party will always say, and this is all again, this is just lies. It's got nothing to do with right or left. If a Republican lies, I will tell you if they lie, and Republicans lie often. Look at Mitch McConnell, you know, look at Susan Collins, look at Mitt Romney, they lie all the time. But what Democrats always say is: all we need to do is tax the rich. Now let's look at our country. It's 30.5% trillion dollars in debt 30.5 trillion dollars in debt if you look at this graph right here in 2000 2001 what was our debt what was our national debt remember the difference between deficit and debt what was our national debt our national debt after eight years of billy clinton and here's the thing billy clinton didn't do all that bad he was the worst in history but pales in comparison to george w bush and barack obama and donald trump and now joe biden Absolutely horrific and mounting gargantuan debt. So here's the thing. What causes this? The the Democrats will always say, you know, we need to tax the rich. And if you tax the rich, you know, it will subsidize all all of our spending. That's impossible. This year, well, in 2021, and slated for 2022, Joe Biden we'll we'll bring in about 4 trillion dollars in taxes already this year. This is actually we'll actually bring in more than that because already this year we have world record tax tax revenue coming in. We're already over 3 trillion dollars in tax revenue has already come in this year. So, bring about 3 to 5 three, 3 to 5 trillion. We'll be over 3, obviously and over 4. So, we'll just say 5 trillion, but Joe Joe Biden will spend 6 to 7 trillion dollars. Donald Trump in his last year in office 2020 with the pandemic, he spent six trillion dollars over that six trillion now but now understand what that is six six trillion dollars total $6 trillion on top of the $4 trillion that we bring in every year in tax revenue. This year we'll bring in probably around $5 trillion, But normally we bring in because now you have Democrats in office and they've raised their tax rates. And, you know, as your cash prices are going up, as they've caused hyperinflation uh, inflation through printing money, they've also raised your taxes, just so you know. They say it's for people over, uh, you know, oh, you know, making over $400,000 a year. That's a bull-faced lie. All of your taxes have gone up. This is an example of taxation right here, hyperinflation. But they will always say, the Democrats will always say, tax the rich, tax the rich, and it will and it will uh, subsidize all of our social spending. It's impossible. It'll eliminate the national debt. It's impossible because every time they raise tax revenue, they raise spending every single time. Joe Biden is claiming right now that he is lowering the deficit. All he's doing is lowering Trump deficits, which is actually accurate, but Trump's deficits are because that was his response to the pandemic. So Donald Trump was spending six trillion dollars over the four trains. So Donald Trump spent ten trillion dollars his last, his last year in office battling COVID, the 99.9 percent survivable existential threat to your life. All absolute lie, and this is why Donald Trump's no longer president. I love Trump; wish he was still president. I'm just saying, you should have fired Fauci and brought in Scott Atlas. Should have fired Linda Birch, brought in Robert W. Malone and Peter McAuliffe, and he'd still be president right now. But that's beside the point. So they will always say, "Oh, we'll back to Biden and his deficit. He's def- deficit reduction. All, and the deficit, remember, is just what we spend. It's not national debt. It's what we spend over tax revenue. What 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 is spent over the total amount that we bring in tax revenue." So Joe Biden is saying, "I am I am cutting the deficit by 1.7 trillion off of Trump's, off of Trump's six trillion dollar overage." So all, Biden is still trillions and trillions of dollars. Over the total amount brought in in tax revenue, but he's allegedly cutting the deficit. But right now, he doesn't have to spend it anymore on vaccines. He doesn't have to spend it anymore basically with his uh, his infrastructure bills, with his Recovery Act bill and all that garbage and all the trillions that Trump wasted on giving people money not to work because they were too you can't go to work at a mcdonald's because COVID will come and get you you can't go to work anywhere because COVID will come and get you so the government was sending out trillions and trillions of dollars which a lot of it has been fraudulently used by lots of fraudulent people but anyway so that you know biden will claim that but he's not actually cutting the deficit he's just cutting a percentage of the deficit and he and he himself is still way over the tax revenue he'll end up spending seven trillion and we'll bring in five that five trillion dollars in tax revenue so we'll just add another by the end of this year will be another two trillion dollars in debt we'll be somewhere in the neighborhood of 31.5 to 32.5 trillion dollars in debt that's the facts so here's the thing what they always say is tax the rich tax the rich and we and we'll get rid of our debt and get rid of our deficit well if you tax the rich we're $30.5 trillion in debt. By the end of this year, we'll be 31 to $32 trillion in debt. If you tax, if you confiscated Elon Musk, Warren Buffett, Billy Gates, uh, Zuckerberg, any of the other richest people on the, on the, well, not on the planet, but in the United States, the richest people, you confiscated every millionaire's wealth, every billionaire's wealth, every last thing that confiscated it. Not tax revenue, confiscated every thing they own every lamborghini every mansion every airplane every business you, you you confiscate tesla you confiscate walmart whatever it is you confiscate all that they have it's four trillion dollars and we're 30.5 trillion dollars in debt that's what the two heads of the same snake have given you republicans hold the line as democrats move the line all about Democrats make it worse and worse and worse. And then the Republicans hold the line and say that they're doing you a favor. They'll do this right now with gas prices. They, you know, what it is, is lowering expectations. People right now are getting used to the mess that we are in. They're getting used to you. Look know, at the prices here. $5 a gallon is the national average. People are getting used to it. So when it goes back down to 3 oh, yay, $3. Well, it was almost under 2 under Trump. But it's a matter of lowering expectations. They'll get you into their new normal. All that stuff's on purpose for control. They'll get you into the new normal. Well, you know what? This week they have baby formula. And we know that in the second week of every month, they don't have baby formula. National tampon shortage also right now. So you got to buy your tampons in the first week of the month, but not the second because the store shelves will always be empty They get you into a new normal. That's how they usher in globalist socialism. The, the people who usher it in, they themselves will never experience it—not for one day. They will live their bourgeois elitist lives, jet—you know—private jetting all over the planet, while you're not allowed to do anything but grab a bus token through your through your QR coded mark of the beast on your phone. That is their goal for you. So here's the national average of gas prices right here: five hundred one week ago, four eighty six month ago, four forty three year ago, three hundred seven, which was still under Biden, and he he blames it all on Putin. Well, basically. The the last dollar is from Putin, and it's still not from Putin. It has really has nothing to do with Putin. P- Putin, they claim, will add a dollar to it. Here's the thing, and I'll get to this in just a second. But if all of our nobody nobody understands this, stuff. I mean, you the people who are watching this podcast understand it, but a lot a lot of what we call or what Rush Limbaugh called or Dan Bongino calls low information voters. I listen to so many conservative shows, I can't remember who to attribute some of these. Uh, you know, lines to, but it, a lot of this, you know, when it comes to, to gas prices has a- absolutely nothing to do with Putin, even though it appears that Putin kind of put an exclamation mark on the end of it. He didn't. If we were producing, if we were still a net exporter of fossil fuels, which we were set 18 months ago, remember 17 months into Biden, 18 months ago, we were net exporters. There would be no of, of all fossil fuels, natural gas, coal, you know, refined gas, whatever it may be, we would we there there would be no adjustment to your gas prices based on a war in Ukraine. Absolutely none. We have no refineries. We have no refineries being built because Democrats won't allow their let won't allow refineries to be built. You can pump as much oil as you want, produce as much natural gas as you want. But if you don't have refineries, there's nothing you can do with it because you can't prepare it to send it out to market. We, built, we are building no new refineries. An oil and gas executive came out recently and said he doesn't foresee a refinery ever being built again in the United States, ever. Not any time in the future, not near future, ever being built again in the history of the United States. Let's delve deep into this. Here's a pic of Obama and Trump, and this just shows you the attitude. 2010, Obama, I never said drill, baby, drill, because we can't drill our way to lower gas prices. That's a bold-faced lie. Let me tell you why. They will always say, the Democrats will always say to you, what we do today will have no effect on the gas prices today. That's what they always say, and they lied about that, too, and I'll show you the graphic in just a minute about the Keystone XL pipeline. That was a bold-faced lie where Jen Psaki said, even if the XL pipeline was open today, it would not have any effect on gas prices. That's a bold-faced lie because the XL pipeline right now would be producing 800, would be pumping 800,000 barrels a day into the United States. That's an absolute fact. So he, they always say these things, but here's the thing. Oil and gas companies, and oil and gas companies, uh, I'm trying to think of the exact word, verbiage, but oil and gas companies base all their prices on speculation, on speculative action. So if they are, if they lose their, because here's the thing, over 2020 and, and some of 2021, they, the oil and gas companies, I'm not defending these globalist organizations that can turn leftist, they all hang their rainbow flags, but these, this is simple facts and data. Over 2020 and 2021, all the big oil and gas companies, you can name them by name, lost billions of dollars so now they're raising their prices because they have to make back what they lost they also have to go into speculation they have to know you know what we're going to have to spend trillions in the future you know to 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 drill for gas and to produce gas get it refineries whatever it may be they know that so they have to they have to base their prices on both future and past losses speculative speculative losses and speculative gains that's what they have to do. So if you take away all their gas leases, which is what Biden has done, then they're going to raise prices because they know they're going to lose money in the near future. Back to Obama 2012. Even if we drilled every square inch of this country right now, faced lie, we're going to be relying on other countries for it all. You see how these people are? And it's just faced lies. You're like, what is the, why would they faced lie? Well, not to deep dive into this right now, but it's for personal power and for globalist control and to personally control you. 2017, here's Trump. We will start a new energy revolution and one that celebrates American production of Amer- on American soil. In other words, we became a national exporter. 2018, December, the USA now exports more oil than it impor- imports for the first time in 70 years. Average 2018 U.S. gasoline price about $2.50 per gallon. Everything that you saw Barack Obama say on that slide was a bold-faced lie. Even if we drill every part of America right now, listen, Alaska alone... Is 75% of the size of the continent of the regular, what we call the lower 48. Do you know how much oil and gas alone? There's enough oil and gas alone there. There's enough oil and gas alone in the Dakotas. There's enough oil and gas alone in Texas and many other areas of the country to fuel the United States for the next 300 years. So that's all bold faced lies. Why would he bold faced lie? Because it's a matter of taking away your freedom. They're gun grabbers and gas grabbers. They want to take away your freedom. Make you dependent on them. Let's go to the next one. King hypocrite. Here's Obama. Here's what he really believes. It's just like Trudeau. Trudeau, as I said on Tuesday, Trudeau, major mask advocate, vaccine pimping whore, lockdown whore, quarantine whore that he is. So he, you know, you have you have Trudeau who goes, of course, to meet with Gavin Newsom in in California for who knows what reason, for for absolutely nothing useful, obviously. Well, he catches COVID. He's he's flying maskless back on his airplane, which is forbade in his own country by his own dictates. He's not he knows that he's COVID positive. He's not allowed to enter into Canada COVID positive against his own dictates, and if he does enter in. To Canada with COVID. He then has to go into a 14 day co- uh, quarantine, of which he doesn't, again, violating his own dictates because he doesn't believe in COVID. He doesn't believe COVID is an existential threat to himself, to his family, or anybody else, but he uses it because he's a tyrant. He is a globalist, bourgeois, elitist communist that will never institute communism in his own personal life but will institute it on you so that he can control you why because he is a almost to a sexual level a power pervert that's who these people are and barack obama is exactly the same they're all they all fly in their private jets to the world economic forum or zoom in whatever they whatever is apropos for the year but here's obama as he and notice where his house is right there on Martha's vineyard, which according to his great buddy, Al Gore was supposed to be underwater 10 years ago, along with Manhattan. But you have King hypocrite Obama to install massive 2,500 gallon commercial propane tank for a seaside home in Martha's vineyard. Now let's ask this question. Why is he he not installing solar panels? Why is he not installing windmills? If this is what he believes in, because none of them believe in it. It's a conveyance to control. That's all that it is. He himself will always have fossil fuels while he decides how much fossil fuels you get. That is the plan. And they will use it to leverage you into being what they want you to be. Voting how they want you to vote. You know what? We got a social, you know, starts out with vaccine passports. Then they add the social credit system. Then your regular passport. Then your your banking system. All controlled by their own digital currency and their own digital control. And they will leverage you into being a globalist. Because you will have no choice unless you stand now. Unless we all stand now, which is what we must do. Don't, don't be discouraged. We are winning. I'll show you some wins in just a couple minutes. All right, let's go on to the next one. Townhall.com. Is that right, guys? All right. Uh, KJB, Karine Jean Pierre calls on oil companies to be patriots. Play for me.
1: We are we are calling on them to do the right thing, to be patriots here uh, and not to use the war uh, as an excuse or as a as a reason uh, to not put to not put out a production, not to not do the capacity that is needed out there uh, so that the prices can so that the prices can come down.
0: I just noticed that we're almost 30 minutes in the show. I don't even know what happened. I'm already through any of my slides yet. I don't know who's talking so much around here. But here you have Kareem Jean-Hal, who, by the way, listen, it doesn't matter what explanation she gives, what answer she gives to any questions. It doesn't matter because she's a lesbian black woman. That's all that matters. Remember that. All that matters, she's a lesbian, and she's black, and that's all that matters. It doesn't matter how galactically stupid she is, how galactically stupid her answers are, such as oil companies need to be patriots. Here's the problem. Even if the oil companies produce more oil, there's nowhere to refine it. There's There's no more refinery space in the United States. This is all gaslit propaganda. A minute ago, it was Putin that was causing it. It can't be both. It can't be Putin causing the gas, you know, the gasoline shortage or the gasoline price hike. It can't be Putin that's causing it, and the oil companies. They're Jean Pierre and Biden and Harris are all saying now that it's it's the greedy oil companies that are causing the prices to increase. It can't be both. It's either Putin or the oil gas. See these people, they these people just lie. That's pathological. They they have no other response because they are of their father, the devil, who when he speaks lies, he's speaking his native language, John 8, 44. So that's what these people do. They just simply pivot and deflect from one lie to the next. That's what they always do. It can't be both. It can't be Putin a month ago and now price gouging from American, from the American gas and oil industry. It is impossible. And let me say this because I didn't say this earlier. The reason why there is inflation is very simple. It has nothing to do with taxing the rich. It has nothing to do with COVID-19. Zero. Even all of the shutdowns, even all the shutdowns and lockdowns would not cause 8% inflation. Remember what the average was. Aaron and Will put up the slide a minute ago. The average over the last basically 24 years has been 1% to 3%. And I'm being, oh, thank you guys. Yeah, 1% to 3%. What causes 8 points? I mean, look at that. Look at those numbers. The worst that we had, I remember 2006. That was a rough couple of years, 2006, 2008 for me and my family. But there's the worst that it was. So basically, though, the average, because it went, you know, gr- uh, dramatically down after six, you know, seven and eight. It went dramatically down. So you mean, to get to eight, 8.6, what, what's causing that? Printing money. It's not, even if you lock down the entire world, it won't cause hyperinflation. This is hyperinflation. Only one thing does that, and that's printing money. You have Joe Biden going around. I put it on the on the pregame. I'm tired of people accusing me of spending all kinds of money. Well, here's the thing: he's really not spending a whole lot of money because there is no money to spend. He's printing a whole lot of money. That's all that he's doing, and that's why you have everything. When when you have when you have uh, so many dollars flooding the zone, it costs that many more dollars to buy a product, unless your income went up the amount of dollars that they're flooding the zone, then you are losing money. Case in point, if you receive a 7% raise, but there's 8.6% inflation, you, your pay just went down almost 2%, not up. And that's the games that the swamp plays. They play those games all the time. Uh, You know, look at, look at, you know, uh, Pay increases in the United States for the middle class have gone up 6%. Look at what we're doing. Yeah, but inflation has gone up 8.6%. So you've actually lost 2.6% of income. Those are the facts. All right, Julio Gonzalez, is that where we're at, Will? All right, the Keystone XL pipeline, I wanted to show you this. I talked about it earlier. Would be delivering as of today, 830,000 barrels each day if Joe Biden didn't shut it down, pass it on. That's absolute fact. You had Jen Psaki, from, from the podium in the White House as the press secretary, bold face frigging lie, and say that if they started up the XL pipeline today, it would, it would have no impact. Really? 830,000. They even said that it wouldn't be producing oil. The Keystone Pipeline would long since be finished. Right now, if they just would have left alone, let alone the 11 to 12,000 workers that lost their jobs, it would be producing 830,000 barrels of oil. Barrels, not gallons, barrels per day. Right now, that isn't going to drive down gas prices. Not to mention all the leases that they canceled. and Because, again, it is all about globalist control to, to usher you in to pigeonhole you into a one-world, one-way commerce system. They will control the small amount of gas that they allow to be produced, allowed to be refined, and you will have to come and beg them for it via your QR code on your phone now and QR codes on your forehead and on your right hand in the future. RNC research video, Biden climate czar John Kerry, we absolutely don't need to drill. Play it for me.
2: And energy security worry is driving a lot of the thoughts now about, oh, we need more drilling of gas. We need more drilling of this. We need to go back to coal. No, we don't. We absolutely don't. And we have to prevent a false narrative from entering into this, or again, uh, pun intended, we are cooked.
0: And then, of course, he's the World Economic Forum actor. That's John, John Kerry. Never misses a nice meeting with Klaus Schwab and Davos of the World Economic Forum. John Kerry, who flies around all over, Teresa Heinz is his husband, multi-billionaire that she is. Hence, he's a multi-billionaire. Flies all over the globe in his private jet and of course he's he's one of those that advocates that you'll own nothing live in a little cubicle you'll own nothing and be happy but he himself will never relinquish nor will prince charles nor will any of nor will klaus schwab nor will barack and michelle obama or michael obama whichever one it truly is they will never relinquish any of their mansions. Barack Obama is not going to relinquish his mansion in Maui or his, or his mansion on Martha's vineyard, but they will demand that you do those things. And the question will only be for all of us out there is, will you have the guts to stand in the truth? Because here's the thing, what, what all of this is about right now is making people scared to stand up to the narrative, stand, get people, even if people know that it's true. Even if, even if they know what's true, will they stand up, against the narr- stand up against the narrative? Will you, if someone comes to you and says, you know what, you know, Leah Thomas, Bill Thomas is his real name, William Thomas. But By the way, let me reiter- reiterate this to you. The, the, you know, Leah Thomas, the man who swims in ladies swimming events at the PGA, at the PGA, the collegiate level and has, and has set women's records now as a man in the pool at swimming events. And I'm talking about championship NCAA events. He is a man, fully penis man, dates women, has sex with women, showers with women, and swims with women. Now, what And they come to you and they say, you know what? You will call him a her. You will call him a her. Now, what are you going to do? A lot of Christians, oh, I would never do that. Yeah, but you put their mask on. You put them you, you jam the metal rod full of an experimental uh, mRNA vaccination chemical into your veins because you were afraid to say no or you are afraid of a 99.9% survival virus will you stand up to the narrative? That's the question. Will you stand up to it? If the things are absolutely nonsensical, call a man a woman, call a woman a man, will you stand up? That 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 is the question. Be or will you as I've been saying for the last month Will you be able to? Will you will you cower to the lie and abide in the lies because you're afraid or speak their lies, speak their pledge of allegiance because you're afraid of the consequences of the truth? What will it be? That, that's the question for all of us because that will be Revelation 13, 16 through 18. People will be pivoted and leveraged into taking the mark of the beast. And the the skids are being greased right now, and the church has not responded well. Most of the evangelical community is vaccinated. Almost basically statistically speaking, all of the evangelical community locked down their churches and dutifully strapped masks on and quarantined themselves. And I'm talking 99.9% of the church globally. There's no more talk in the United States about how wonderful the churches are in Africa. They all close too, with the exception of a few, just like here, where you had me. I stayed open. Jonathan Shuttlesworth stayed open. Rodney Howard Brown, Tony Spell, Greg Lark, Arthur Pulaski, a few others. you people be able to talk about John MacArthur. I'm glad that he changed, but John MacArthur was closed for months. Will, will people stand? And because you're, will you stand in the truth? Or will you speak the lie because you're afraid of the consequences of standing in the truth? That'll be the test of time for everybody. You will call that woman a man. You will call that man a woman. Yeah, you you, everybody needs to, to actually re, uh, read or watch the Orwell 1984 movie because that's what we're living out right now. All right, I'll stop talking. The Washington Times tweet is there. We are well good. House Democrats are eyeing. Now, here's the thing. Now, remember, we have let, let me go through the list with everybody because here's the priorities of the Democratic Party. We have hyperinflation, gas prices through the roof, food prices through average from the list that I saw the other night, food, food prices are up from 10 to 60 percent in basically every category. Gas prices through the roof open southern border and everyone needs to remember something when it comes to the border we not we joe biden let in in 2021 2.5 million illegal aliens to the country that are that we know about and remember via cbp statistics that's actually that that's probably a very small number because according to the border patrol that 2.5 million that were let in is one It'd be one times that much, so that would be $5 million, up to five times that many were actually let in. I want you to think about that. Think, we'll just use their $2.5 five million. That is, That is, right, just north of here, one hour north of here is Hillsborough County, which has Tampa in it. There's about 1.5, 1.7, 1.8, probably more now because of all the people moving down here. So we'll just round it up to 1.8 million people live in Hillsborough County, right? That was let into the United States last year, plus another 700,000. Now that's illegal border entries. We also allowed in, allow in via legal immigration, one to two million. And since it's chain migration, that means if I let Aaron in, my producer Aaron, then he brings in his wife, his parents, and his brother. So statistically, they'll tell you one million, but Aaron brought in four more. See, it's all, it's chain They don't even know how many people are let in. So one to three million at least were let in legally. And 2.5 million, up to five times that many, according to Border Patrol statistics, were let in. That's the facts. That's the facts. That's where we're at. So you have an open Southern border. You have hyperinflation. You have the Afghan debacle, the Ukraine war, which was caused by NATO, both both Zelensky and Putin are both evil world economic forum players. That's all they are. So you have all of that going on. A fuel crisis, gas prices through the roof, empty store shelves, no tampons, no no baby formula. We have, we have food factories being set ablaze everywhere and spontaneously combusting for no reason. 97 so far on the list that I have that I'll show you later. And what is the Democratic Party's? priorities here it is house democrats in the midst of all of this oh but oh, in the crime rate violent crime rate up for violent crime up 40 percent nationwide i mean think about that there, there nobody would ever win an election five years ago from five years ago back to the beginning of the united states not one person not one man or woman would ever win a a local or national election if the crime rate went up locally or nationally 40 percent no, I mean, 40%, you lose elections when your crime rate goes up 3%. See, again, this is the new normal. Everybody's getting used to this. Don't get used to it. That's why I never wore a mask, never locked down, never social distance because it's all a lie and them ushering in their globalist control. No, and then they make you forget about how good things were, lowering your expectations. So in the midst of all of this calamity, You can't even walk down most metropolitan city streets. In the midst of all of this calamity, here is the Democratic Party priority. House Democrats are eyeing implementing more gender-neutral bathrooms at the U.S. Capitol, citing the need to have a more inclusive environment for transgender and non-conforming individuals in Capitol Hill. So what they're saying is because you never have women going into men's bathrooms. I've said this many times from the pulpit of my church. I was a cop for 25 years. You know how many women perverts I dealt with in 25 years of law enforcement? Zero point zero. You will, basically what this is: the priority of the Democratic Party is to get perverted, fully penis males who have sex with women inside of women's bathrooms. That's the priority of Cory Booker, who's pictured there. I think it was Cory Booker. I may, may have been somebody else. I didn't look real close, but whoever it may be, it was a senator. That's House, so it wasn't it wasn't Cory Booker. But I mean, that's the priority of the Democratic Party in the midst of all the calamity that we're seeing. Speaking of calamity, Benny Johnson video, do see the president once said he's going to end fossil fuel. Play for me to do more here in the u.s though <laughs> we
1: because we don't need to do that what we need them to do is with the oil that's out there we need the, to, them to refine that oil so that we, so that prices so that the capacity could go up and then prices it would go down okay. inherently yeah. go down
0: and, and so i know the president once said that he was going to end fossil fuel is that now off the table
1: no we are going to continue uh, to move forward with our uh, clean energy uh, proposal our climate change and, and uh and so proposal so here
0: yeah, and I want everyone to notice in that scene, too, if you look at Ducey, all the, well, not all, but a substantial portion of the reporters around him are back with their masks on again because it's never going to end. There they are. Basically, two out of four, 50% in the frame, have their masks back on for what reason? Everybody in that room, including Ducey, is fully vaccinated. Otherwise, you're not allowed in the White House. So why is it that you're wearing a mask? What, what sense does that make? Absolutely none whatsoever. You're fully vaccinated, not to mention the size of a COVID particle. As you've heard me say 5,000 times over the course of the last two years, size of a COVID particle. COVID particle, 0.06 to 0.14 microns. There ain't a mask in that room that can stop that. There's not a mask on the planet outside of a full biohazard suit issued by the military that can stop a COVID particle. Not a one, but here they are, masked back up again. It's amazing watching people walk into their own doom. It is amazing watching Democrats espouse the very same policies as Hitler, as Mao, as Un, as Mussolini, as Stalin as Pol Pot, one, one generation of leftists after another espousing the exact same policies. It's truly amazing to watch people usher themselves via compliance, Put your dutifully put your mask on, the, the 2022 version of the swastika, your pledge of allegiance, your oath of allegiance to the globalists who want to control you. And all of these, you know, they don't see it. I mean, they either don't see it or they choose not to see it. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject you. That's humanity. That's speaking specifically to the nation of Israel, but that's humanity on the whole. You you either are, you're being destroyed for lack of knowledge or because you're rejecting knowledge. And all of these people, if you're a leftist, you can see, you know that, that Hitler had a disinformation governance board and then you see the Biden administration do it. You know that Hitler used health crises to to put Jews into concentration camps, you know, and then you see, not only do you see, not only do you know that via typhoid, not only do you know that, but then you see in Australia and beginning to happen in Canada, not now, but they'll come back. If Trudeau has his way, it'll come back. You see actual COVID camps be built, and yet you still dutifully put a mask on, Bel- showing your adherence to the leftist narrative don't you know that that leftist narrative will eventually turn on you and that they will come and take away all of your freedoms as a leftist also i'll use i'll, I'll use this case in point the highest price fuel right now is diesel who's going to be delivering your coffee beans to starbucks leftist once, once they eliminate fossil fuels, how are, your, how, how are the coffee beans going to be delivered to Starbucks for you? See, eventually it will come for you. It will. They will. The very thing that you're attacking, this is what the leftists always do, is they attack America and they say that they're attacking white privilege. It's not white privilege. It's conservatism and Christian values. White, black, Hispanic, Hispanic, asian whoever they were whatever skin tone they were whatever whatever melanin content they had it doesn't matter it was christian values conservative values federalist values constitutional values inalienable rights given to us by our creator values that actually built the united states and that's what's being attacked but they'll say they just cover it and say that that's all about white privilege jesus works for everybody The Bible works for everybody. It doesn't matter whether you're black or white, Hispanic or Asian, or any color, male or female. It works for everybody who obeys it. Simple as that. And that's what they're always attacking. But what they don't realize is they're attacking the very supplier, the very purveyor of their creature comforts that they love so much. And when that is just a case in point that I've used a million times, I remember when defund the police was a really big thing, still going on, but it was a really big thing. You had to defund the police action, a defund the police rally in Minneapolis, that where George Floyd was, where George Floyd died, not killed. You had to defund the police rally. Who did they call for security? They called the police for security. You had to defund the police rally. And see, that's what these people think. I'll use another point. They'll defund 9-11 and then still call 9-1-1. That's that's how a leftist thinks. They still think there'll be a magical they that will be supplying and make happen the very things that they are defunding and taking away and attacking. That's what they think. They think if they defund 911, the ability to call 911, the ability to call the police, they're still gonna have the police come even though they defunded them and there are no more police. That's how stupid people are on the left. Greg Price video. Biden to a get now. Here, let me. This has nothing to do with politics. It just has to do with how stupid Joe Biden is. And when you're dealing with people with a reprobate mind, and the and when you're dealing with people who have no respect for human life, play this video.
3: And by the way, my sympathies to your the family of your, f uh, their, your CFO. Who uh, un- dropped dead very unexpectedly? My best to their family. It's tough stuff, but
0: you know what? He- He's giving his respects to the chief financial officer of this company. How does he say it? I want to. I want to. I want my sympathies to the family of your uh, 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 CFO who dropped dead. That's how. That's how you respectively give your condolences to the family and to their co- to his coworkers. And by the way, wonder why he dropped dead. Hmm, I, I, let's check his vaccination status, shall we? But that's how, that's how you pay your respects. That shows you a man who has no respect for human life. The only human life that he respects is his own. This is, this is a habitual, monstrous slaughterer of the unborn for the last five decades. He is a demon personified, and it shows in his speech, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Matthew chapter 12, verse 34. You refer to somebody you're giving your respects to as dropping dead? How about passing away, numb nuts? This is, this is again, this is why you don't strap their masks on, everybody. This, you end up with them in power positions. And here we have, put that up for me, Will, the Washington Times. Here we go. Disinformation Governance Board Part 2. They remember Remember, they had delayed or they, what, I can't remember the verbiage that they used. They, they stopped the Disinformation Governance Board for a while, whatever their verbiage is. Well, now they're just launching it under a different name. It's just like they say, oh, there's no CRT in the school. There's TRC in the school. This is the same thing. White House launches task force to prevent online harassment and abuse. Oh, really? It's just another disinformation governance board. I wonder if Nina Jankowicz is going to take over. Well, actually, if you can, you know what? I have to give them credit because it looks like they found somebody stupider than Nina Jankowitz to take over the White House uh, uh, task force on, what are they calling it? Launches task force. to prevent all, I don't know what they're going to call it. But they found somebody stupider to run this task force than the disinformation and governance board. And it looks like Kamala Harris is it. You, there really is no dumber person on the planet than Kamala Harris. Anybody more out of their element? Anybody more unprepared, unstudied, lazy than Kamala Harris? Good, I'm glad she, she won't pay attention to anything. On to, well, not necessarily on to COVID, but on to Anthony Fauci. Dr. Eli David tweet, double-masked and quadruple-vaxxed. That's the truth. So he's, he's, he's double-boosted and often seen double-masked. Double-masked and quadruple-vaxxed. Vaxed. I just said vax it, just like uh, like Joe Biden. uh, Fauci tested positive. It's because he didn't triple mask and quadruple mask. Now, remember what he said here. Remember what Fauci said? You got the Eli David video for me? When people are vaccinated, play it for me. When people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not going to get infected.
2: When people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not going to get infected.
0: When people are vaccinated, they can feel... Now, this is... This is basically the head of both the Trump and the Biden task force to respond to COVID-19, the COVID-19 response task force. He comes out, this is, this is America's leftist profit expert on COVID-19. He says, and the vaccines, that if you're vaccinated, you can absolutely feel safe, that you will never be infected. That's quote, that's exactly what he just said. And now, of course, after being quadrupled, when he made that video, that was just the two-back cycle. Now he's added two more on top of it, and he's still COVID positive. Let's go over the list. I'll see if I can come up with them in my mind. So, of course, Trudeau was just just tested positive. Te- Jen Saki tested positive inside of six months. Mick Jagger's positive. Gavin Newsom's positive. Klaus Schwab was positive. If you guys think of any other ones, shout them out. But one right after another. All double, all of them for sure have the two shots. All of them, basically all of them are at least boosted. And many of them, just like Anthony Fauci, are, are quadruple vaxxed. And he he said, I mean, do you see how galactically incompetent? And it's not even, it's, you know, incompetent is not the right word. It's really not. And it's just like, it's not hypocrisy. It's not hypocrisy. It's hierarchy. It's all for a motive. The motive was, of course, Anthony Fauci sent billions. Bill Gates sent billions. CCP sent billions. Even Zuckerberg, not billions, millions. Even Zuckerberg sent millions all to the Wuhan Institute of Virology to make the virus Man-made virus so they could make the solution to their problem, which is the vaccine, to usher in the vaccine passport so people like Anthony Fauci, the garden gnome, can control your life. That's what it's all about. That's what it's been about from day one. Vaccine passport is only one element of what will be or you know, one element of what will end up being a social credit system that will be on your phone to start with, be on your devices to start with, and then will transition into Revelation 13, 16 through 18. So the mark of the beast. So when Anthony Fauci comes out and says he knows the Pfizer study, or maybe he doesn't, because I remember Scott Atlas would say when Scott Atlas was, you know, in very late fashion, added to the, to the Trump uh, COVID task force, he said that both Burks and Fauci would come in and mispronounce scientific terms. They would have their meetings. They didn't even, they had no studies. They had nothing because all they have is agenda. They don't have, a, they don't have knowledge. They have agenda handed to them by the globalists. So that they themselves, so that Anthony Fauci, I can be a celebrity. I get to go up to podiums and act official. I get to go on The View and everybody worships me. That's what they want. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Jeremiah seventeen nine. That's who these people are. Don't try to make it any more deep than it is. They want the power. They want the glory. They want the money. And in the midst of that, in order to have those things, they have to control you. So when he comes out and says, you know what, if you're vaccinated, you'll never be infected. He knew he was lying then. And now he just got caught because people like us are praying that he would be brought to the light. And he is. All right. uh, Where am I at, Will? Alan Watson tweet going on to vaccinations. Here uh, Now this, I put this out. We were. Hello. OK, we put this oh, There's a loud noise in the room. I don't know if any of you could hear that, but there's a loud noise in the room. So we put this out. I don't know. I think it was not the last podcast, but the one before. But this is somehow, even though I'm not saying that it was all over Twitter, it wasn't me. So I'm not I'm not claiming any any sort of, hey, we scooped this. We didn't scoop, it. it was all over Twitter. So I put it on Twitter, but this seems to be breaking out as national news or international news now. This was this has been out, but I, I want to illustrate to you since you may just be seeing it now. If you missed my podcast, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't necessarily seen it. But now it's become now you know international news. Although it was international news a week ago, how how these ebbs and flows go, I don't understand. But let's go through it anyway. Alan Watson tweet: Injected with a saline solution, Dr. Sosa Faro, president of of European pharma giant Pharmamore, is among 2,200. Gosh, dog. 2,200 European elites, 2,200 European elites charged with being falsely vaccinated. Oh my gosh. See, this is more than what I had before. These are more specific numbers. 2,200 European elites charged with being falsely vaccinated. Not, not, Not charged with a false vaccine passport, although they would be one and the same. Being falsely vaccinated. Against COVID nineteen, afraid of the jab, the elites paid thousands to be added to the immu- Im- immunization register. Leave this up for me, will now. Here's the thing: not only are these people now, what, the person who did this was actually a nurse. That was an RN, allegedly. I think it was, I think it was said at that level, but I, I don't know that for sure. So we'll just say a nurse. A nurse was selling these false vaccination certificates. They actually have. It's not it's not just it's not just certificates they have a vaccine registry and and again i don't see even if you're a leftist and you used to be you know what I, I want people to be able to slaughter their babies and i want to be able to smoke doobage whenever i want you're a classical leftist and but you didn't want big government you certainly didn't snuggle up with international conglomeration companies like far like pharma and like pfizer like moderna and all those i don't know what happened to this doobie smoking left i, I wish you were back the, the rage against the machine left rage against the machine, the band rage against the machine. You have to be fully vaccinated to get into their concert. That's the fact. Think about that. So these, what the nurse would, how, how he or she, I'll just say here for the ease of, of conversation, how he would charge people on giving them, giving them, they would, have, they would, he could, he could put them, give them the paperwork and put them on the vaccine registry. And what he would do, what he would actually charge them according to how famous they were. The more famous they were, the more they had to pay. The, the, the richer they were, the more they had to pay. That's what he would do. To get them on, this is the registry. I mean, again, show, show me your papers. How do you not see this as a leftist? I know everybody watching this podcast sees it. Maybe there's a few people that are on the left that are watching this right now. How do you not see this? How does it not? How does it not rivet your soul that people have to show their papers to get on a train in Quebec. How does it not rivet your soul? And then how does this not blow up your entire narrative when you have the bourgeois elite, basically the celebrities and the rich people, and one of them being the president of European giant pharma company, pharma More, inject themselves, themselves inject themselves with saline and claim that they were vaccinated. How does this not rivet your soul that your entire freaking narrative is a lie and it's brought in? It was ushered in to control you and control everybody else, whether you're a leftist or a rightist. How do you? How does this not? How does this not blow up? I told you. I've been saying this for a month, and I know again I'm preaching to the choir. But I'm just saying that I've been saying this for a long. You really think Barack and Michelle Obama? You you think they're you think they took the vaccine? You think you think Klaus Schwab? You think any of these bourgeois elitists who are so very self-important in their own eyes? Do you really think that they're going to jam an experimental mRNA vaccination put together by Albert Bourla, CEO of Pfizer, who then has the FDA sue on his behalf so that he can hide the development of that very vaccine that they're not going to jam into their arm? They're not going to take that thing. Jean-Claire. you think he really is taking the vaccine absolutely not what's being pumped into biden every couple months when he takes you know by you know probably by mid mid july he'll be on his his third booster you really you really think that these people are taking an mrna vaccination or are they taking saline solution injections i know and you know yeah, but they're perfectly happy to kill everybody else off because that's what they want. They want the world to be their personal playground where only about 500 million people are on the globe. Just enough people to drive their their coffee beans to Starbucks. That's all they care about. Enough people to make their meals. And if they get a boo-boo, a doctor here and there, that's what they want. All right, Alex Jones Minor, Mike Adam, and Harrison Smith Show, play it for me.
4: Okay, so uh, as I mentioned before, we have... A- acquired these clots that have been removed from deceased patients who died uh, suddenly. And uh, the embalmers have never seen these clots before until the vaccines began to be administered. And the embalmer that provided these to me, who is our guest today, is Richard Hirschman. But anyway, I'm gonna take these out of the vial here, and and again, live on, on radio and the video broadcast, I'm gonna take these out and I'm gonna stain these. With iodine and then i'm going to prepare these on the slide and then we're going to look at magnifications up to 1500 times
2: and so for our radio listeners the vial that mike is holding it looks like it's filled with little worms i mean they look like little tiny earthworm looking things it's it's really pretty gross and that came out of a human being
4: well yes and, and these are only the very smallest examples there are more vials I have that are, uh, some of these strands are the thickness of your finger.
2: Oh, Lord. Oh, there my are. gosh.
4: That's what happens when these clots block blood circulation. And now we're going to go ahead and place this under the microscope in real time. Again, because the reason I'm doing this is I don't want anybody to think that that any of this is, you know, faked or anything like that. Right, so, doing, doing the whole thing live. My God. Yeah, so... Yeah, <laughs> Oof. make it that uh, graphic right
2: there. No, but I mean, but look, this is what's in people's body. This is what's being removed from people's damaged hearts. And you can see why. I mean, my God, for, for again, for the radio
4: viewers, <laughs> so I don't even know how to describe it. You got to just see the image. If I grab this with the forceps here and you can see that on screen and I and I start to pull, I want to show you how much I can pull and how strong these are before this breaks. Oh, wow. You see how they are fibrous and they are strong. These they're like rubber bands. These are repeating patterns at the very high resolution, they look like almost reptilian scales wow. on the side. Embalmers have never seen these things until after the vaccine started being given to people.
0: Back to me. All right, so there we go. Now here's the thing, what's very interesting about that, and then what we need to always remember is. How often has this been seen in the past? That's what we need to look at. Everything. If you're looking at right in the in the DOD right now, where you've got DMED showing an increase of all maladies inside the military. Remember, these are people, basically the age, average age, 18 to 28. All maladies, all sicknesses, illnesses, and diseases inside the military are up 200 to 1,600% in one year. 2021 versus 2020, 2019, 2018, 2017, 2016. Up 300 to... Uh, 16, 17, 1,800% in one year. Look at what is happening inside of people's veins. This is what I've been talking about. Capillary blood clotting. These are not lies. This is not right-wing conspiracy. This is from morticians who are embalming people. How do you, you know the problem with embalming people? is you are filling their veins full of embalming fluid you can't fill their veins full of embalming fluid when their when their veins are full of vaccine created worms which are blood clots in these in these and I'm not I'm just saying worms for ease of conversation obviously they're not literal worms but they are such fibrous materials you have no hope no hope this is, this is real. This is not you, If you've been vaccinated and you are watching this show, you need prayer now. Pray with me right now. Every, don't leave now. All you Christians need to pray with me. Put your hand right on your screen. I don't care who you are. I don't even care if you're saved or not. You put your hand on that screen right now if you want to live. Father God, in the name of Jesus. For every single person that is coming to agreement with me right now. Jesus even healed the unsaved. He healed the two blind men. He healed the woman with the issue of blood. Your faith has healed you. According to your faith, will it be done to you? And the Holy Spirit, Almighty God, we receive out of the covenant of Jesus for every single person being prayed over right now that has a hand or a finger on a screen. We receive their healing right now. Extract all that vaccine out of their body right now in Jesus' name. Pull it all out and heal all the damage. Now we pray in Jesus' mighty name. And it is done. This is an emergency. This is, this is, this is not made up. What What? Explain to me. What would a mortician have to gain by by exposing what is going on inside the veins of dead people? He can't make any money off of it. He can't fill people's veins full of embalming fluid because the veins are filled with fibrous blood clots that have basically turned into a long linear worm. These people are evil. Anthony, this is not politics. All of the, all you COVID caving clergy cowards, now I got the quadruple C. You COVID caving coward clergy, this is not politics. This is people's lives. Murderers don't go to heaven. You ought to be trying to save those that are attempting to murder, and you ought to be trying to save the murderers. But you can't save either one of them if you don't address the problem, coward. That's what you're supposed to do. Where am I at, Will? This goes TV video. New Canada declares fully vaccinated now means three injections. Play it for me. What we also know from Dr. Tan and every other expert on COVID-19 is that although two doses still still protect significantly well against severe disease and death, two doses are not enough now to protect against infection and transmission. And that is why we are transitioning now to an up-to-date vaccination definition of what it means to be adequately protected against COVID-19 fully protected with two doses doesn't work anymore dr tam said that last friday it's now up-to-date vaccination that needs to be used when you talk about what canadians should do which we should expect of canadians and what this government should be expected to do in the future. stealing right from my producer aaron aaron just said all that i hear when i hear speeches like that is you know what two doses wasn't enough to kill you so we need three look at the freaking worms look at them what is, what is this guy talking about? First of all, how can a vaccine, and when have you ever heard of a vaccine? I saw somebody put this on Twitter. If you got your dog vaccinated three times against rabies and he still caught rabies, would you consider that to be an effective vaccine? These, still, these people, still these politicians and these medical experts, none of them are medical experts. None of them look under a microscope and see these fibrous tumors being filled. And by the way, my daughter just told me that who's sitting in the room. I guess Haley Bieber? is is putting out on social media that she now has had a stroke. Her husband, Justin Bieber, has Ramsey-Hunt syndrome, which is basically an inflammation of the shingles virus brought on by the vaccine. Here we are. You have Haley, Haley Bieber is 25, Justin's 28. They have a 0% chance of ever dying from COVID, but I bet you they're at least double-vaxxed and probably boosted. Why you can't, I know one thing, you can't go to a Justin Bieber show without being triple vaxxed. How does this make sense to anybody? How does it make sense? I don't know if I'll get to it tonight because my staff is taking up all this time, taking up the whole 90 minutes of fury. I don't get to say nothing, but I don't know if I'll get to it. What Aaron? I'm on slide 24 of 75 right now. I don't think I'm going to make 75 tonight. What was I even talking about? I don't remember what I was talking about now. Oh, Helly Beaver and Justin Beaver. That's where I was at, but they, but they have no chance. Well, oh yeah. You know, the FDA is approving, even though they're not going, th- but the FDA doesn't go through their process anymore to approve vaccines. Everybody knows that, right? You, you know that they don't do it. Basically what they used to do was bring in a consortium of medical opinion, have a giant meeting and all these doctors doctors, medical experts, doctors, immunologists, and everybody else would give their opinions about vaccines, and then they'd vote. That doesn't happen anymore. It's basically just a bunch of yes men. And they're they are approving vaccinations from zero, zero, year, zero years of age, zero years old, to six, six years old, depending on which vaccination. Pfizer, zero to four years. Um, Moderna, zero to six years, I think, or it might be reversed. Why would you ever vaccinate a child against the disease they have no chance of dying from and are seven to twenty times more likely to die of the flu, but you never cared about vaccine of the flu before against the flu before. Because it has nothing to do with the virus. Nothing to do. Mission accomplished. Look at all these people with capillary blood clotting. Look at all these people that are dropping dead all over the planet. Senator Rand Paul video the government recommends a booster. Here we are, it never ends. It never ends. There you have the Canadian health minister. Two doses no longer works. 27 months into 15 days to flatten the curve. Now to be fully vaccinated in Canada, you got to have three doses. Canada, you're never, I don't care if you're a leftist or a rightist. You're never leaving your own country because as soon as they get, because Israel's doing the same thing. As soon as they get the three, there's going to be four. You're never going to leave. They don't want to ever have, they never don't want to let the, the, they never want to take their thumb off of you, ever, because it's never been about a virus. It's been about controlling your movements for their own glory, for their own profit, for their own power. That's it. Senator Rand Paul video,
3: the government recommends a booster. Play it for me. Dr. Fauci, the government recommends uh, everybody take a booster over age five. Are you aware of any studies that show reduction in hospitalization or death for children who take a booster?
2: Right now, there's not enough data that has been accumulated, Senator Paul, to indicate that that's the case. The I believe that the recommendation that was made was based on the assumption that if you look at the morbidity and mortality of children within each of the age groups, you know, zero so, to five, five
3: to 11. Right, so, that so, that's, so there, there are no studies, and Americans should all know this, there are no studies on children showing a reduction in hospitalization or death with taking a booster. The only studies that were permitted, the only studies that were presented were antibody studies. So they say, if we give you a booster, you make antibodies. Now, a lot of scientists would question whether or not that's proof of efficacy of a vaccine. If I give you 10, or if I give a patient 10 mRNA vaccines and they make protein each time, or they make antibody each time, is that proof that we should give 10 boosters, Dr. Fauci? Uh, Uh,
2: No, I think that is somewhat of an absurd exaggeration. Well, that is the
3: (laughs) proof that you use. Your committees use that. That's the only proof you have to tell children to take a booster is that they make antibodies. So it's not an absurdity. You're already at like five boosters for people. You've had, you know, two or three boosters. It's like, where is the proof? Now, I think there is probably some indication for older folks that have some risk factors. For younger folks, there's not. But here's the other thing. There are some risk factors for, for the vaccine. So the risk of myocarditis with a second dose for adolescent boys, 12 to 24, is about 80 in a million. This is both from the CDC and from the Israeli study. It's also in the VAERS study, remarkably similar, for boys, much higher from boys than girls and much higher than the background. The background is about two per million. So there is risk and there are risks. And you're telling everybody in America, just blindly go out there because we made antibodies. So it is not an absurd corollary to say if you have 10. In fact, you probably make antibodies if you get 100 boosters. All right. That's not science. That's conjecture. And we should not be making public policy on it.
2: So, Senator Paul, if I might respond to that, uh, we just heard in his opening statement, uh, ranking member Burr talk about his staff who went to Israel. And if you look at the data from Israel, the boosts both the third shot boost and the fourth shot boost was associated with a clear-cut clinical effect, mostly in elderly people, but also as they gathered more data, even in people in the 40s and the 50s. So there is clinical data. But
3: but not in children. Well, Well, see, here's the thing is, you're not willing to be honest with the American people. So for example, 75% of kids have had the disease. Why is the CDC not including this in the data? You can ask the question, you can do laboratory tests to find out who's had it and who hasn't had the disease. What is the incidence of hospitalization and death for children who've been infected with COVID, subsequently going to the hospital or dying? What, what, are, what is the possibility if your kid has had COVID, which is 75% of the country's had COVID, what is the chance that my child's going to the hospital or dying?
2: If you look at the number of deaths in pediatrics, Senator, you can see that there are more deaths
3: of in people who have had it, uh, of people who have had the disease.
2: Uh, Senator, we also know from other studies that the optimal degree of protection when you get infection is to get vaccinated after infection. And in fact, showing reinfection in the era of Omicron and the sublineages that vaccination But you can't Molly, answer
3: the question I asked. The question I ask is how many kids are dying and how many kids are going to the hospital who have already had COVID? The answer may be zero, but you're not even giving us the data because you have so much wanted to protect everybody from all the data because we're not smart enough to look at the data. When you released data earlier, when the CDC released the data, they left out the category of 18 to 49 on whether or not there was a health benefit for, for adults 18 to 49. Why was it left out? When critics finally complained, it was finally included because there was no health benefit from taking a booster between the 18 to 49 and the CDC study.
0: Why is the data always left out? Why, why is it that the NIH erased off their website all references to gain of function research? Why is it, as Rand Paul just said, that when they put out their booster data, that they left out an entire segment of that study, 18 to 49 years, kind of a large portion of the population, 18 to 50 you just leave that out because it goes against the narrative. That's not science. Science is not a narrative. It, now, when a Democrat says science, it's a narrative. But science in reality is facts and data and statistical data. That is, what, that is what science is. Does this work or doesn't work? How does it not work? How does it work? Here's this interesting thing. He says on there, Fauci's answer over the last 27 months. Remember, he promised 15 days to flatten the curve, right? That was Fauci. And now we're at 27 months, and he's still pimping and whoring, vaxes, masks, lockdowns, and everything else, as he himself is infected, followed all of his recommendations, and he himself is infected with COVID right now. But what he says, Rand Paul asked him, show me just, all we want is show us the evidence. Show me the evidence that a booster shot in a four-year-old lowers their chances of hospitalization. Show us the data. And what's Anthony Fauci's answer? There's not enough data. That is the very justification for not vexing somebody. If there's no data, you don't vax them. It reminds me of Michael Bird shooting Ashley Babbitt through the neck. She, I couldn't see her answer. That's why you don't shoot her, dip squat. I mean, how dumb can you be if you ever answered a police call in your life? Michael Bird, Atlanta, I mean, Lieutenant for the Capitol Hill Police Department. How do you ever get to Lieutenant? You ever answered a police call in your life or you just stood there the whole time, brown nosing Nancy Pelosi? You don't shoot, it when you don't have the data is when you don't inject. It's what's going on all over the place because it's all about narrative. Why would, why would they, there are no studies on the effect. I mean, let me, let me reiter, reiterate that to you. 0.0 studies on the long-term effects of injecting puberty blockers into prepubescent kids. None. Nobody has any idea how they work. And that's what the Democratic Party and the globalist left is pushing onto your kids. Watch that phone over there. That's what, the, the same exact narrative. They have absolutely no, there's absolutely no justification there are no long term studies whatsoever, none, about the effects of puberty blockers. I made Aaron come up with this, the name for me for chemical castration is Lupron. It's on What is a Woman with Matt Walsh and his video. Lupron is used to chemically castrate pedophiles under court order. That's being injected into 12 year old boys. <laughs> Nobody has any idea what their long-term effects are. That's when you don't do it, Anthony Fauci, who advocates both. And let me just tie this into the Christian community. So you have people, the very same people, that pump Lupron into 12-year-old boys, pump Lupron into 13-year-old boys, pump puberty blockers into 11-year-old girls, are the same exact people and as well as no, just forget the 11-year-old girl. You know, go back to 11 years in one day. We'll pull her out beast by bloody piece out of her mother's womb. Those very same people are the ones you quarantined for. They're the same people that you locked your churches down for. They're the same people. Well, I can't stand the tra- transgender activists, but this is a medical emergency. I'm absolutely against puberty blockers and 11-year-old girls. Yeah, but she wore their mask and took their vaccine. How, how much can you be against these people when you wear their swastika voluntarily? Am I making that point clear, guys? I just, I'm, just, I'm curious because I still see the Christian capitulators out there. You still won't say you're wrong. Again, you know, I, I've been saying this and some of you, you watch this podcast all the time. You're probably sick of it. I don't know what to tell you. I love you very much for watching this podcast, but I, I don't know what to tell you. I, I still have yet to see. I want everybody to do. You can send me a name if you want. Aaron will get them for me. The All the international figures that closed their churches and ministries or mitigated their churches and ministries, well, they didn't close. I mean, what we did was we we had everybody come in and sit in COVID clumps. You know, we allowed, we allowed in 25% of our congregation to come in, but you had to bring your own lawn chairs and sit with your own family, and you had to be six feet apart from any other living soul. That was us not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. Galactic idiot. I'm wondering where well, has one come out and said, one of these leaders, huge churches. I love to name names. I have a whole list popping. It would, it would take me in half an hour because I've got so many right here. This beautiful mind of mine. I'm just curious. Has any one of them ever come out and say, you know what? I never should have closed. Boy, this name that just came into my mind right now. This notorious pimp, vaccine pimp and whore that he is. You ever come out and said you were wrong? All the people dropping dead all over the planet. From you have, I mean, look at the Bieber family. Ramsey Hunt syndrome for Justin, a stroke for his wife, 28 and 25 respectively. That's how old they are. Double vaxxed and boosted for what? A virus they have no statistical chance of dying of whatsoever. Why would you vax? No long term studies. Anthony Fauci is why you don't vax, not why you vax. It's why you don't shoot Ashley Babbitt through the neck Bird, Michael Lieutenant Michael Bird of the Capitol Police Department. When you can't see her hands and she's no existential threat to you whatsoever because she's a 100-pound woman crawling through a window with her hands tight like that, what's she going to do? Drop grenades? And you got three or four of your own compatriots right behind her? Do you ever realize that? When he shot Ashley Babbitt, it was actually this way. That's how he, and right there, he shot her. And right behind her was three Capitol, two or three Capitol Hill Police Department, Capitol Hill Police Officers, right behind her. They could have just grabbed her by the armpits. No, let's shoot her through the neck instead. Let's just inject these kids instead. Instead of actually, you know, what, saying, what are the long-term effects? No, let's just inject them instead. They have no clinical trial. They have no clinical evidence whatsoever that says that this will lower the hospitalization rate for four, five, six-year-olds, which, by the way, it'd be very hard to determine the hospitalization rate for four, five, and six-year-olds because then none of them are in the hospital for COVID. Basically, every time that they claim that kids are filling up the ERs, full of, full of uh, kids, kids with COVID are filling up the ERs, it gets disproven a week later that none of it was COVID. Every single time. If we had a, if we had a useful, uh, if we had at all a functional media, this would all be dispelled a long time ago. But here's some here's some data for you. This is from Kyle Becker, and Alex Berenson combined together. As shown by the Pfizer trial, this is about this is how they came up with approving the vaccination. Remember for Moderna, I believe it's zero to six years of age, and for Pfizer zero to four years of age or six, correction, six months to four, six months to six. This is how they came up with it. Ready? And Pfizer, remember Pfizer, here you have the FDA and Pfizer, which are basically, you know, paramours for one another. The FDA who sued on behalf of Pfizer, never seen that before in my life either. We have the federal government sue on behalf of an international corporation. But here's, the, here's how they came up with their approval. That, everybody knows that's the headline right here, even though I'm talking so much about many other things. The headline here is, is that the FDA has approved the Moderna and the Pfizer for six-month-olds to four-year-olds, from six-month-olds to six-year-olds. As shown by the Pfizer trial, the control group was not inoculated. Control group, the placebo group was not inoc- was not inoculated members of the pool of 4,526 4, participants within the same age co- cohort of six months through four years of age. But rather, so, their placebo group were not, <laughs> please get this, oh my gosh, please get this. Their placebo slash control group were not people that were actually in their study group. So they have a study group made up of 4,500 six-month-old to four-year-olds. Their placebo group that they're, so you're injecting six-month-olds with the vaccination. That, that is your trial group. And then you have your control group slash placebo group who's receiving a saline solution injection or nothing at all. But their control group that's receiving nothing were not, uh, not six-month to four-year-olds. They were actually 16 to 25-year-olds. Do you see how corrupt these people are? But rather, 170 randomly selected members of of Pfizer's previous adult clinic trial for ages 16 to 25. So the people being injected are six-month-olds. The people not being injected are people who are 16 to 25. That makes absolutely no no sense at all. Even worse, the comparison between between the groups was for a selectively biased tiny window that occurred after the third shot. COVID analyst Alex Berenson noted 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 that in the statistical sleight of hand here's what the food and drug administration and pfizer did they only counted cases after the third mrna dose but of the 375 SARS COVID-2 infection infections in the trial 365 occurred before the third dose so what they did was only up oh, got to stop talking and just read only 10 occurred after the third after the t- third dose so what they're, what they're doing is injecting kids, six-month-old to four, six-month-old to six, with a three-dose regimen. <laughs> For people who have no chance of, of dying of COVID or spreading COVID. They're injecting them with a three-dose regimen of the clot jab. Again, they have no chance of dying of COVID. Now, how, how, they, how they came up with their cases is this. Now, they injected... 375 people, little kids, went through these injections. All right, well, 375 people were were COVID positive. Some in the control group, some in the trial group. Remember, the control group is 16 to 25-year-olds, which makes no sense if you're doing a clinical trial for six-month-old to four-year-olds. But I've already made that point. So out of the control group and the trial group, there was 365 cases of COVID, 365. Pfizer put down that there were only 10 cases. They said, look how good our vaccine works. That sounds eerily really familiar to their original trial. That was 12% effective in, for one week and 1% effective afterwards, along with giving you capillary blood clotting and ADE all the while. So they said that only 10 people got infected, but they were only counting people who got infected, only, occurred, uh, only 10 occurred after the third dose. So they weren't counting people that got infected with COVID after the first after the second but only after the third and then they say look how great our vaccine worked they only counted people so it worked absolutely nothing for one absolutely nothing for two is what they're actually what they're what they're you know psychologically saying so they only counted people who got infected after the third dose and there was only 10 so they put out only 10 but there was actually 365 people that's how evil they are, Christians who take their vaccine. Conservatives who take their vaccine. If I was one of these big name pundits right now, I'm just not going to drop any names tonight. Because I, I love these people. And they are standing now, but they took their vaccine. Look at what, Look at whose vaccine you took. Yes, you are reading that right. The efficacy figure is on 3% of all infections in the trial. They ignored 97% of the inf- infections. That's why they could come up with an 80% efficacy rate. What time is it? There, are, there were many more total COVID cases in the trial group than the placebo group. 225 in the trial, 150 in the placebo. Um, 225 people that received the vaccine got sick, and 150. To, that, that In this statistical data, I'll, I'll finish this right here because I don't want to bore everybody at nauseam with this. You know, walkish material, but this has been the case from day one. I just read run one recently. I can't remember all the data, so I'll re-quote it, but it's basically the same statistical data. There were many more total COVID cases in the trial group than the placebo group. So the people receiving the vaccine, which were the poor six month olds to four year olds, they got way sicker than the people they, re- they, got, they got COVID. The people being vaxxed got COVID more often, considerably more often than those who didn't get vaxed. And the FDA just approved this drug. This, the numbers were simply this. In the trial group, uh, there were many more total cases in the trial group than the placebo group. 225 COVID infections for those that were vaccinated, and only 150 COVID in va- uh, infections for those that received the placebo. And that's been, that's been the fire tri- that's been the Pfizer statistics from day one. A little bit more, Rand Paul, play it for me?
3: Another question for you. The NIH continues to refuse to voluntarily divulge the names of scientists who receive royalties and from which companies. Over the period of time from 2010 to 2016, 27,000 royalty payments were paid to 1,800 NIH employees. We know that, not because you told us, but because we forced you to tell us through the Freedom of Information Act. Over $193 million was given to these 18 employees, 1,800 employees. Can you tell me that you have not received a royalty from any entity that you ever oversaw the distribution of money in research grants.
2: Um, well, first of all, let's talk about
3: royalties. That's the question. No, that's the question. Have oh, you ever no, overseen? Have you ever received a royalty payment from a company that you later oversaw money going to that company?
2: You know, I don't know is a fact, but I doubt it. Well, well,
3: here's the thing is, why don't you let us know? Why don't you reveal how much you've gotten and from what entities? The NIH refuses. Look, we ask them. We ask them. The NIH, we ask them whether or not who got it and how much. They refuse to tell us. They sent it redacted. Here's what I want to know. It's not just about you. Everybody on the vaccine committee, have any of them ever received money from the people who make vaccines? Can you tell Uh, me that? Can you tell me if Senator, anybody on the vaccine approval committees ever received gonna, any you money let me from people who make the
2: Soundbite
3: number one, are you going to let me answer a question?
2: Okay, so let me give you some information. First of all, according to the regulations, people who receive royalties are not required to divulge them even on their financial statement, according to the by dole
0: Act. And Fauci goes on to state the law that says that NIH employees don't have to report their royalties. So what these people do, the corruptocrats make a law that they don't have to report their corruption, and then refer back to the law. That's what they do all the time. They go, you know, what, we're going to make a law that says, you know, we don't have to report the royalties that we receive. They're receiving, remember this, the NIH and the FDA are receiving royalties from the people that they are charged with regulating. So they make a law, this is what it's called Law B-5. So they make B-5. that says that they don't have to report their royalties and then use it as an excuse during congressional hearings or senatorial hearings. Oh, we have B-5. As if that's an excuse. They made the excuse. That, 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 that law that they just pulled out, they made out of thin air to cover for their corruption is not a valid out for being corrupt. The FDA receives 40% of their funding from those that they are charged with regulating. That's a fact, absolute fact. Keep an eye on some things that are happening right now. Everybody knows if you saw, I've been seeing the 40,000 cows dropping dead for some mysterious reason in in Kansas, I have a list of 97 food processing plants that have had some sort from all the way from major problems to being burnt to the ground. This is all on purpose, but all we have to do is stand. We are winning major election. I can get to the wins tonight. Major election wins in South Carolina. We had uh, Congressman Rice absolutely throttled. He voted to impeach Trump. He got throttled by 20 points. What's her name? I got her name here. I'm going to just say her name because it's a big win. Let me find it here real quick. There she is. Mara Flores down in Texas in the Rio Grande Valley won a congressional seat that hasn't been run by a Republican since the 1800s. Fact. We are winning. We are winning. Put that up there for me, guys. There she is. I want to just put that up there. We're winning. We, this, we are there's a landslide that's coming that you have never seen before but you still even in the midst of that even if the republicans take take control republicans are not the answer jesus christ a worldwide or national revival is the answer and and a revival is not the art church lukewarm uh my love filters the bible message it's the gospel of jesus christ period unfiltered. Jesus is the Bible. The Bible is Jesus. Jesus is the Word. We have to have that sort of revival. Going through the, the Rodney Howard Browns of the world, the Jonathan Shuttlesworths of the world, the Arthur Pulaski's of the world, the Greg Locks, those that have stood the whole time, the Tom Lipley's of the world, those of us that have stood the entire time. That's, I'm telling you, that's the answer because it's still going to come down to a very simple question for all that are watching and that will be watching this podcast and everybody else, whether they ever watch it or not. Will you abide in lies too? Will you cave to lies and abide to lies and abide in lies instead of standing in the truth because you're afraid of the consequences of standing in the truth? That's the question. And every day you have to make the decision to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Ephesians six ten through 18, the armor of God. Back here Saturday night, 55 minutes of fury, do not miss it. And I want you to hear one last thing. I love you all and God richly bless each and every one of you in Jesus mighty name. Good night, everyone.
1: Second Peter 1 says, be all the more diligent to make certain about his calling and choosing you for as long as you practice these things, you will never stumble. The days we are living in are truly exciting. It's time to rise up to your calling that God has purposed just for you. Join me for Foundation Church's first Ladies' Conference. Save the date for our beloved conference, August 25th through the 27th. You won't be the same after this weekend.
0: I stand unequivocally on the Word of God, on healing, the Bible, prosperity, the Bible, sin, the Bible, everything, protection, the Bible, church, the Bible.
1: Check out our new TLP trucker hat. When you give $25 more to the podcast, we will ship one out to you. Thank you for investing in the program and we look forward to you tuning in next time.